Beyond Athletic, episode 32. It's not about the hours of sleep you get. Let me just put that as a disclaimer. It's not about the hours. It's about the amount of time that you can get your body, your brain, your your, your entire physiology into the deeper, most anabolic stages of sleep. You might be smarter, your daddy might own a company, but you will not outwork me. This one right here is for the people. I'm your host, Ryan J. Owens, current pro athlete, entrepreneur, and former USA national team volleyball player. I will not be defined by my athleticism alone, but I've learned how to leverage it, to stay passionate about it, and prepare for life. That's why the Beyond Athletic Podcast was born. I'll bring you case studies of current and former elite athletes making it happen in life, as well as tips and lessons from top sources in sports, nutrition, fitness, entrepreneurship, and more. I'm here to tell you that you are Beyond Athletic. Dobadan, hello everyone from Belgrade, Serbia. Today is another fantastic guest. This is Sean Stevenson of the Model Health Show, number one in health and fitness on iTunes. And today we're going to talk about nutrition and how it can help injury proof your body. And also, we're going to get into sleep. We talk a lot about things that I mean just blow my mind away that commonly in the media and through schools and just normal day-to-day things that people say to each other are just so far off from the truth. And it takes an expert like Sean to really dig deep into the science and the research behind these myths, really. And what you're going to get in this show is just a ton of knowledge, a ton of things that you can start applying right now to get yourself healthier, eat better, sleep better. And as always, I'm going to try and bring you the best guests. And this guy is a best-selling author. His book, Sleep Smarter, is fantastic. I've read just an excerpt and I listen to his health show all the time. Every single new episode that comes out, I hear it. And just a tip for you guys out there, if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to other podcasts, Personally, I like to get a bunch in when I'm walking, cooking, doing whatever, but on iTunes and some of them, even on my website, there's a little button that you can push and it's one times, it says one X, you can make it like 1.5 X, so it's one and a half times faster than normal, and you actually can hear normally, but you're going to get through that thing one and a half times faster, so you waste less time getting that knowledge so that you can start applying it. So enjoy the show, Sean Stevenson. Welcome everyone and thanks for listening. Ryan J. Owens here. Today is a game plan session where we give you knowledge to optimize your life. And one quick optimization is if you're not getting this automatically downloaded into your pocket, your tablet, or your computer, and soon cars actually, which is pretty awesome, to listen on the go, anytime, anywhere, you got to do that. So find Beyond Athletic in the apps like iTunes, Stitchers, TuneIn, things like that. Get some stuff done while you learn. Today's featured guest is Sean Stevenson of the Model Health Show. Sean, let's set the tone. Please share a quote, a mantra, or belief you believe in and what it means to you. Wow, there's so many great, um, great words of wisdom that have impacted my life, but... Uh, one of the most impactful is uh, from Albert Einstein and saying that the most important decision that you make as a human being is whether or not you live in a friendly or a hostile universe. And the reason that this is so profound is that I really see myself as somebody who is very scientific minded, very analytical, very tangible. But to hear a statement from like this from somebody like Einstein was very fascinating and I explored that. And what it really boils down to is that, you know, your mindset and how you view reality, your perception of reality determines your experience, you know? So if you're always thinking that there's a problem, if you're always thinking that bad things are going to happen or that, you know, um, 
that life is a struggle. Whatever it might be that you take on as your perception, you're going to see that inherently. You know, but when you make a decision, for example, to know that life is good, life is for me, not against me, life is happening for me, uh, life is bringing me great gifts, even if they're not the best things that we think we don't, you know, something we don't want, it's still there's a gift in it somewhere. And you can start to see that. It just brings a lot more joy and ease and grace into your life, in my personal and professional opinion. So, yeah. Uh, I, lo I love that quote. It's going in my little quote jar for sure. So Sean, let's get through your bio a little bit. Sean Stevenson is a best-selling author and creator of the Model Health Show, featured as the number one nutrition and fitness podcast on iTunes. I'm a big listener myself. I listen all the time. I'm so happy you've actually gotten some like more frequent now because I'm all about it. This is it's on my I put it on my 1.5 setting so I can hear more podcasts faster, but I love it. If you guys haven't heard it, you're going to have to hear it. He's got a background in biology and kinesiology. He founded the Advanced Integrative Health Alliance, a successful company that provides wellness services for both individuals and organizations worldwide. Sean is also a dynamic keynote speaker who has spoken for TEDx universities and numerous organizations with outstanding reviews. If you haven't heard it, actually, you've got to go hear this TEDx talk. What was it? It's like how, how chocolate can save the world. That's right. Yeah. That I love it, man. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, that was rad. It was so rad. And uh, you talk about in there the benefits of raw cacao and the differences between like cocoa and all this stuff and how, for instance, it's got more vitamins than fruit and just the, the benefits of the antioxidants and there's a ton more. You guys, you got to hear it. And then you're the author, like I mentioned, of this best-selling book called Sleep Smarter, 21 Proven Tips to Sleep Your Way to a Better Body, Better Health, and Bigger Success, which is kind of a badass title. <laughs> Sean, are you ready to game plan? I'm absolutely ready, man. Let's do it. Awesome. So tell us why you got into your field and what's got you most excited these days. Okay, so I got into the field myself personally, uh, being an aspiring athlete and someone who's performing at a high level. Um, you know, I really got serious when I was 16 in high school. <clears throat> but also this is when I first experienced my first seemingly random energy. I'm sorry, not energy, injury. See, I don't even like saying the word, so other stuff yeah. comes out. So I was doing a time trial in a 200-meter sprint. Just doing a time trial, just me on the track, going with my coach. You know, he's doing the, he, he had the, the uh, stopwatch. And while I was running doing this sprint, I broke my hip. Just running, my hip broke. And so when I went in to actually see uh, the physician and then the physical therapist, they determined that I pulled a muscle and my hip bone broke along with it. And I went through the normal course of course of treatment, ultrasound, some anti-inflammatories, um, just staying off the legs. So I got to get out of class early, walking around on crutches, you know. <laughs> but I healed up, and nobody questioned it because I'm a young guy. You're going to heal. But nobody stopped to ask, how did this young kid's hip break? 16 years old. This is usually, honestly, is reserved for women in their 80s. How's a 16-year-old kid break his hip just running? And so fast forward the story, at 20 years old, still an aspiring athlete, still working my tail off to perform, I get diagnosed with something called degenerative spinal disease. So this is a degeneration of my bones. My bones are degenerating rapidly. My disc and my back were degenerating rapidly. And for me, this led to a lot of pain, which brought me into to the physician in the first place. But it wasn't in my back. It was my leg. You know, my leg had this like lightning bolt pain going through it whenever I would do certain things. And so I had no understanding of the human body really at this point. And I put myself on the good will or hopes of the physician to, to fix me. And so I got an MRI done. He put it up for me to see. And he told, tells me that I have the spine of an 80-year-old at this point. And this is when I'm 20. Oof. And that there's nothing I could do about it. Nothing can be done about the situation. And for me, working with my trainers all these years, I'm like, what do you like patch me up like fix me get me back in the game how do i fix this yeah. and he's like whoa slow down son you're not hearing me you've got the spine of an 80 year old this is something you're just going to have to deal with and funny enough man i really listened to what he said i took that on as my belief and proceeded to have the process of degeneration and just like a dissipation of my livelihood really for the next two and a half years 
And to make a long story short, I always encourage people to get a second and third opinion, especially when it comes to significant injuries or illnesses. However, in my case, I was getting pretty much the same story that there's nothing that I could do it's because it wasn't normal to see somebody recovering, which is there's a good end to this story. So two and a half years later, um, there's a moment of decision that happened. And I was sitting on my bed about to take my medication in order for me to go to sleep because the pain was so bad. And I'm looking at this pill bottle, and at the same time, I'm thinking about all of my potential and what my my, my, my grandmother, my grandparents, the people in my family, they always saw me. They saw me as being like this special individual, like I was going to accomplish all these amazing things. And just like, but what am I doing? Like, I've spent the last two and a half years complaining, asking, why me? Why won't somebody help me? Um, and, and, of course, just sitting on my butt because I, that's what the doctor gave me permission to do playing video games all day. Of course, I was still in college at the time, eating, you know, Papa John's pizza and Domino's and McDonald's Captain and just Crunch. all the garbage, right? <laughs> Quote, happy meal was not making me happy, you know? Yeah. And so at this point, I'm just like, my, my blueprint for what my life should be wasn't matching up to my reality. And, and right then is when I made a decision to get well. And here's a big secret for everybody is that most people never make the decision to get well. They never, they think they do, or that I'm making a decision that I'm going to, um, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. It's more wishful thinking. I'm going to try. I'm going to see how this goes. Whereas the real root of the word decision means to cut away any possibility except accomplishing that thing. So when you make a real decision about something, there's not an option of failure anymore. You yeah. know, and so I made that decision and it wasn't like some miracle happened, but I, with that decision, I decided to study everything and learn everything I can about the human body, everything. And I made a decision that I'm going to study help instead of studying disease, which is what going to school pre-med, you'll see that there's a big focus on pharmacology and on disease, on sickness, not on health. So taking all this on, fast forward, this is the wrap of the story is six weeks later, the pain was gone that I'd been experiencing every single day for two and a half years, gone. I'd lost 30 pounds, which I'd put on like 50 pounds just sitting on my butt. Yeah. In Doritos, you know, and so this vitality came to my body that I never had before. People in my university saw the transformation before their eyes. Like people that hadn't seen me in six weeks, they see me and they're just like, "What did you do?" You know, and it wasn't look. I didn't look like a guy who lost weight. I looked like a guy who was extremely healthy. And people started to ask me for help, and so I shifted my course of study back to biology, kinesiology, in in, in the university, and that was the birthing of my career, man. That's how I got yeah. started. I love it. There's so many takeaways in there, Sean, but I want to I want to rewind it back to just one that was the blueprint of your life or your the blueprint of your life wasn't matching up to your reality. And then this last one with, you know, you didn't look like a guy who had lost a lot of weight. You look like a guy who was healthy. And yes. so I love that we're talking about this because being an athlete and being so close to the the health and fitness world, I've had to learn these things because if I want to be elite, that's what you got to do, right? And if you want to stay there, for sure you got to do it, or you're just not going to last very long. Athleticism, all that kind of stuff doesn't last forever. My hips are telling me that now. We talked about that with Kelly Sorrett. <laughs> but uh, we're definitely going to get into a bunch of this stuff. I really love it. Just tell us, I know you had the book just recently launched. What, what's got you, other than that, or with that, most excited these days? Wow. Man, it's a, it's a lot to be excited about, you know. Um, what it, honestly, man, what it boils down to is doing good work. You know, I love to do good work. I love to create and do amazing things. You know, so I'm what's got me most excited right now is it's it's a multi pronged thing. Number one is my show, the podcast. I love it that it's a very powerful platform to hit people on a deeper level. You know, because mm. text is powerful. That's great. That's how Traditions were given, you know, more recently in our history. But before that, it was done through stories. It was done through yes. auditory learning, right? This is why this medium is so powerful. And, of course, we live in a video age, too. So now we're starting to do some of the video of the show. But, you know, uh, that's something where you got to sit down. you got to sit down. you got to watch. You know, you yeah. can't watch the video while you're driving in your car, while you're working out. You know, so this is why exactly. that medium is so powerful is that I can go with you. When you go out there on the road, I can go with you. When you go on that walk, I can go with you. 
when you're, you know, hitting those weights, you know, I can go with you when you're, you know, just kind of kick back and lounging and resting your eyes from looking at all this craziness out here, you know, that can yeah. be around us, you know, or just, shopping for sweet potatoes, like I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can go shopping with you, you know, shopping with Sean, baby. So, <laughs> that you know that that this is hitting on and I absolutely love the show and I love growing myself and training because it keeps me sharp because anybody when they listen to my show they understand I'm not just showing up like these shows are master classes you know and oftentimes I spend upwards of you know four to five hours in research uh, in preparation for these shows you know and so I'm giving people like the keys to like reversing diabetes or helping them to get off their statins or whatever the case may be scientific documentation delivered in a way that's fun and engaging and doable so you walk away feeling smarter so that's number one in my life number two you know since the birthing of the book sleep smarter you know it's actually seven months now it's been number one on at least one health best since May, yeah. just like i that was a goal like i wrote that goal down a year ago and to see it actually yeah. happen nothing from an idea you know but why it's really taken off is the fact that it it works Funny yeah. enough, do good work, give people something that works, and just the stories that I get every day, man, every single day from people that have employed some of the strategies is just so powerful, man. So since the birthing of the book, uh, before, prior to that, and how I even got into the podcasting is just, you know, I was speaking a lot. I was in front of people. You know, I started off speaking in front of three people scared to death. You I've know? been there. <laughs> now I've spoken, I've literally spoken in front of 7,000 people and not even blinked an eye you know yeah so but i took some time off to really calibrate and focus on what my next mission is going to be so i i stopped speaking for almost a year and now so with the birthing of the book it's that new platform and that's what i've been doing so i've been out getting in front of the people going to different cities and, and doing different events going to corporate events and and universities and just kind of talking about this stuff man and it's very very exciting so yeah. those are the two things that really got me pumped up right now nice and are you going to have an audio version of the book coming out soon yeah, yeah, we're working Got on that to. right now, man. It'd be out right around springtime. Awesome, I can't wait for it. What are you waiting, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to get it because, you know, I'm all about on the go. And like Sean said, I mean, this medium, I don't know if you know that stat, last year, 39 million Americans listened to a podcast. 39 million. Let's give people, yeah, it's mind-blowing. Give people an idea, or if you know it, you probably track that. How many people listen on average per month or let's say to each episode of your show? We'll just use the monthly thing. So let's down uh, monthly, we're doing around, we're doing a couple hundred thousand downloads a month. This so, is what I want people to hear yeah. right now. This podcast, I mean, I'm so lucky that just through volleyball alone, my network, we've gotten to, I think it's about 6,500 downloads. So I'm not even total for my whole show and we've got it's this is uh i'm recording right now like the 34th and i've I've got 29 up and what i've noticed is that it just spreads like wildfire through the people who listen to it because it is so accessible wherever you are whenever you're doing anything and if people really get into this you can learn whatever it is you want to learn yes. through podcasts so yeah, whether it's real estate whether it's Oh, your own anything. internal real estate, you know, yeah. you, you know, transforming your body, sexual health, relationships, yeah. uh, business, you know, whatever it is, there, there are people out there pumping out good content and it's free. It's yeah. the, it's like the best it's price amazing. ever. The price amazing. is zero, but it's just the price of admission with your time. You know, are you just going to yep. invest the time? But even that, guess what? You don't, it, you know, um, it's called that net time, no extra time time. You don't even need to yeah. change your life. You just put it on, do what you were doing. Go and clean your, wash your car, yep. go walk to, to the gym, walk to the park. What, you can still do the same it's thing. It's still get master class, you know. It's just yeah. it's such a great time with it, man. All right. Now that we've got listeners kind of <laughs> going, all right, I get that this is a great medium to learn and do all this kind of stuff. Let's get into the beyond athletic part of this show. The reason why I have it is basically to help athletes really take care of themselves in all aspects of life. And today we're going to get into eating well and how nutrition can help you stay injury free or at least help you get less or injured less often 
and we're going to talk about sleep, which about your book and all that. I mean, I, your show is for everybody listening out there, and especially my good friends and people with Team USA who know me. I listen, there's three shows I listen to podcasts. Every single episode that comes out, I listen to it in the first 24 hours because I know that the information is going to be on point, without a doubt. Plus, your show is hilarious because you're, you're co-hosting. And like, so anyways, let's talk about obsessing about real food and getting healthy, not losing weight, which was mentioned in your last episode, which I'm going to link up in the show notes. But this is because the first two, which is getting real about food and getting real about being healthy instead of worrying about so much like, oh, I got to be this weight or whatever. They're the ones that are going to keep you healthy and happy for the rest of your life. You're never going to have to stress out, you know. And be changing in weight year in and year out, which athletes, it's happening to us too, you know. So, how can we prevent injury via nutrition, aka real food? All right. This really boils down to a very simple principle. And everybody's heard this before. You know, you are what you eat. You are what you eat. But if we want to take that a step further, it's you are what you eat, what you drink, and what you breathe. If we want to take that a step further, it's not you are what you eat, drink, and breathe. It's you are what you assimilate. Okay? Yeah. You are what you assimilate. Now that we've reached this level, another simple principle. Your body literally requires the raw materials that it needs in order to rebuild you. So if you're wanting to maintain a, a, a high-quality bone density so that you're not breaking a bone, you need to provide your body with the raw materials that it needs to actually create bone. So a lot of people automatically in our kind of pill for every ill paradigm, well, I just need to take a calcium supplement. Here's the problem with that. And don't just listen to the expert. Like, go to Dr. Google and ask Dr. Google. <laughs> Individuals who take a, a calcium supplement, upwards of 30% greater incidence of having a cardiovascular event, having a heart attack, stroke, from individuals taking calcium supplements. And why is that? It's because we're taking something that it's a synthetic thing. It's a, and as far as our biological evolution, calcium is, the, is an end product. So our bone is an end product is very dense in calcium. But in chemistry, in biochemistry, there are things that become calcium. So things like magnesium, things like uh, silica, okay? How, where are you getting silica in your diet? You know, you're just not. So silica and magnesium, these two things biologically transmutate. It's a fancy word, but basically means they transform, they be, can become calcium or precursors. They're precursors to becoming the bone that you actually want. So we don't want the end product. We want the things that our body uses to create this stuff. And another things are like vitamin C. People hear about vitamin C is for your immune system. It's also important for rebuilding your tissues, okay, vitamin C and even sulfur and sulfur bearing aminos. So... The real objective here is to understand when we're when we're creating a body that's you know um, injury proof or a body that can heal very rapidly from injury, we're, we we want to create our body out of real things and give our body the nutrition that it can actually recognize. Your body has evolved over we don't even know. I mean hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. You know, depending on which expert you you talk to, and it's evolved eating food first right. so in comes this synthetic like one a day or centrum multivitamin right your body doesn't recognize that you know this is made in a laboratory by like earl you know earl made this <laughs> nature didn't make this you know so you eat that and what you're going to notice is of course you're going to be peeing out yes your pee is going to be like green right it's going to mm -hmm. be so bright and color you're going to actually eliminate a lot of that um that you're trying to take on and by the way it's as far as biochemistry, it's not why your pee is like that, but it's just giving a good example of your yeah. body's not using that thing that you're using. And in our world today, we think that, you know, basically as long as we take this supplement or we get this one thing in, it's gonna it's like an insurance policy, to make sure we get everything we need. That's not how the body works. So what foods can you supply your body with so that it can create injury proof tissues? Because when your tissues are made of like McDonald's factory farmed burger. Antibiotic. Right? Partially hydrogenated oil french fries and like um, a milkshake that didn't even, like it's 
it's crazy. Like you're made of this mm. stuff. You're making basically making your body out of. It's kind of like the three little pigs is coming to mind. Like your house is <laughs> a stick, right? Like bubble gum and sticks. Yeah. Which you want to make yourself out of like brick and mortar. You want to be a brick and mortar building. You know this just very very difficult to knock down. No matter what you're faced with. And that's going to come from real foods. The foods that have, let's just talk about the magnesium, silica, vitamin C, um, sulfur-bearing amino acids. So these four, I mean, these are just four, and I can go on and on and on, but what are the foods that are going to contain those in a bioavailable way? And that's where the high-quality nutrition and the conversation comes from. You know, So magnesium, just, I'll just throw this one out there real quick, and then we can move on. We can talk more about it if you want, but mm -hmm. what are the greatest sources of magnesium? Magnesium is critical for over 300 enzymatic processes vital to your performance to your body 300 wow. so that's how important it is but where are you getting magnesium in your diet the number one source is going to be from green leafy vegetables okay in our common paradigm anything that's green in color is going to be an indicator that there's probably some magnesium found there right that's common paradigm now here's the thing we look at okay that's awesome but what's the best thing what is the best thing and so what I found in my years of study and application of this stuff, the, one of the highest quality food sources, like top, top three, if it's not number one, is going to be something from like um, this, quote, superfood that's been actually consumed for thousands of years by some ancient societies. This was actually their number one protein source. It's 71% protein by weight. It's called spirulina. So a lot of people might have heard of spirulina, but it's like, oh, it's kind of gross. It's like some kind of weird algae. But yes, it is, but at the same time, no, it's not. You've got to know how to finesse and to use this food. And some people, you know, that are really into health, they're banging spirulina, like they're putting in their smoothies, they're putting in the juice. I don't do that because I like my stuff to taste good. And spirulina is more of a <laughs> better with savory food. So I like, I've got some right here on my desk. I keep it on my desk and yeah. I actually take it, a teaspoon and just kind of sprinkle it into my salad. It tastes awesome in salads. Uh, I mix it in with guacamole. It's coming from like the Aztec society. Avocados, baby. They figured oh. out a long time ago. You have your your avocado. You know the the the. Um, you get, you're gonna smash it up. Add a little spirulina, some cayenne pepper in there. You're good. Oh, it tastes great. sounds so good. So that's gonna be an incredible source of bioavailable magnesium. But here's another little bonus, guys. Spirulina is clinically proven as a compound in there called phycocyanin. Okay, there's, a pro there's a compound in there called phycocyanin. So what is that? Well, phycocyanin is like this very interesting blue pigment. And at some point, you know, according to uh, archaeologists, according to just uh, evolutionary understanding, is that the earth, because, you know, when you zoom out, you look at the earth, it's all this green. Like the land is green. At one point, it was blue. Okay? It was mm. blue. And this is that kind of ancient pigment, and it's still in spirulina. It's an ancient food. So that's what it is. Phycocyanin is that blue pigment. And it's been clinically proven to improve or increase the production of stem cells in your body. Wow. What? what? So what are stem cells? Stem cells become anything you need it to become. So if you need to regenerate some meniscus, if you need to regenerate your ACL, your MCL, if you need to regenerate uh, some muscle tissue, from a pulled muscle from your hamstring, stem cells become everything that your body needs. Needs, wow. So having this kind of stuff in your back pocket, man, you know we could talk about this for hours, but we don't have hours. Yeah. And this is why, you know, we make these shows available for you to, you know, to, 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 to get the initial information. Then if you want to go further, you can go further. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing all that. I want to, to talk a little bit about inflammation, and I see – even on the elite level, you know, I play for Team USA for volleyball and I have a lot of friends that are also on national team levels for multiple sports. And, you know, even at our level, we're missing out on these conversations about inflammation and where, where the sources of that are coming from. So could you touch on that a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, wow. Inflammation. And listen to the name. Inflamed. In fire is what it translates to mean. There's fire. There's a little fire happening in your body, in your tissues. And chronic inflammation is one of the biggest underlying causes or culprits. And you, you know, ask some of the most highly regarded health experts in the world and they'll tell you 
probably upwards of around 60% of all health conditions are related to inflammation, heart disease, you know, strokes, heart attacks related to inflammation. You know, so when I talked about the calcium earlier, calcification is something that you don't want. You don't want calcification happening in your artery. But what happens is little blockages occur and stuff starts to get stacked up and inflammation takes place. A little fire takes place, you know. Mm -hmm. So inflammation is a huge component, especially when we're talking about athletics performance. Some inflammation natural it's good. It's actually good for you. This is what's different about what I what I do. Every single thing has its place. Even a Twinkie, even as crazy as it sounds, has its place. Like if it was zombie time, the end of the world, whatever, you know. And you, I, I'm just literally, I'm thinking about that movie, Zombie World. But the guy was trying yeah. to get a Twinkie. But if it's the last thing, because it can, it can survive for like ten thousand years, right? So it has yeah. its place. It can give you a little couple calories to make it if the apocalypse did happen. So everything has its place. Inflammation has its place. It's definitely something that's super important because of this. It's triggering the healing response. The problem is with chronic inflammation is when your body doesn't know how to shut it off. Okay, So it's kind of like an autoimmune kind of type condition to where your body's just constantly feeling like it's under attack and it even will be attacking your own tissues. So how do we regulate this intelligently? Because you don't want to take necessarily like an NSAID or some kind of um, anti-inflammatory medication per se, because it can actually blunt and stop the healing process. So what yeah. we do want are things that have, they're known as COX-2 inhibitors. So they have an intelligence to suppress and help with the pain and the unnecessary inflammation without blunting the healing response. So here's a couple of things I'm just gonna throw out there for everybody to look into. If they're interested in something like that, uh, something that's really awesome with some great um, uh, COX-2 inhibitor properties would be, and this might sound foreign to a lot of people, it's there's a it's a fruit, it's called noni, okay, noni, N-O-N-I, okay, this is a Polynesian, like, incredible, Is it's really been a basis of their medicine for thousands of years, okay, very, very powerful, it tastes nasty, all right, <laughs> but you can find different ways to consume this in a way that can be advantageous to you, of course, there's supplements out there that you can get, and again, this is going to be better than taking some random anti-inflammatory that's made in, in a laboratory. So noni is something to look into. Also very rich in polysaccharides, which helps the communication, cellular, cellular communication in your body, period, which is going to be beneficial. So noni is one to look into uh, with COX-2 inhibitor uh, uh, activity. And another one would be, and this one's super easy, super, super potent to look into and, and accessible, is uh, curcumin. Okay, This is an active compound that's found in turmeric. And so there's a, a wonderful product out there I usually recommend when anybody's dealing with some kind of a broken bone or something of that nature. It's called Zyflamed. I don't know. The name is kind of whack, but Zyflamed is from New Chapter. And so the basis of it is, is curcumin. And uh, it's one of those things I recommend. And they'll say, like, take two. I'll be like, just take ten, you know, and <laughs> really help to naturally help to regulate that kind of initial inflammatory response. So uh, turmeric supplement and or curcumin supplement mm -hmm. is really great for anti-inflammatory as well as noni. And those are just two nice. things. There's so many more. Now. Yeah. And I like how, I mean, you're given the natural sources for these things and you're giving something where you can get some quality supplement. And I want people out there to, to remember and take heed to the fact that what Sean's talking about with people supplementing and feeling like, you know, there, you, all you got to do is supplement this one or a couple things or, you know, there's some magical superfood out there that's just going to like cure your sickness, your ailments, your whatever. And people really need to get on that level where you're just, you're eating that real food and you're searching for these real sources first. And if you can't find them wherever you are, like I couldn't find sweet potatoes, <laughs> then you got to figure something out, you know. But uh, thanks so much for getting into that a little bit. Just really, really quick. Before we get into jump into sleep, how can we optimize our recovery after stress, like working out or competitions? And how does because I don't think a lot of people think about this, but how does how do the other stress factors in our lives like work, environments, you know, air, water, all these things, how do they play into that? <laughs> it's funny you said really, really quickly. 
This is not really, really It's quick, not. Man. It's not. But I want people... I'm going to give them sources to get more information from a lot of your podcasts. Don't worry. Well, this one is... And I, I, I'm glad you had mentioned Kelly Starrett before we got on the call. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a guy who knows about this stuff as well. You know, it's really... There's so many things that we're, we live in a kind of pro-inflammatory world, like a, an acidic creating world, you know, acid producing, you know, the air that we're breathing, the water that we're drinking, the food supply, you know, and just even our thoughts, you know, if you're mm -hmm. thinking, if you're thinking about something very stressful, you know, something that you're maybe in fear about, you can feel, you can literally feel that in your body. That's acid. You know, and you can shift that as well with your thoughts, you know, and just like somebody, if you get very angry, you can literally change your biochemistry, you know, and it's really awesome. But most people are doing that on automatic. They don't know that they can control that, that they can use it to their advantage. It doesn't mean that you don't get angry. It's just that you use it and it doesn't use you, you know. Yeah. So all of this stuff is playing a part in creating that situation to where you can heal faster. Because for me, it's something as your, it's known as your overall stress load. Exercise and training is a powerful, it can be a hormetic stressor, which is really good for you uh, because your body will come back better and stronger, your nervous system, your endocrine system, if you allow it the space to heal because it has to heal. After your training session, you're in worse shape. Yeah. After your, your, your workout, you're in worse shape than when you came in the gym or into the, into the center to do your training, right? You get better after your body can recover. So this is where the conversation really goes to sleep. That's the number one thing to really stack the conditions. And I like that we're there. Let's go into it. <laughs> so sleep, uh, let's let's keep it more general though, as in like some just things that people should be looking at doing to optimize their sleep at night and realizing, for instance, that what you're doing during the day is affecting mm -hmm. that. And then I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna link up, trust me, tons of stuff, man, because I've heard too many episodes and we're gonna get the book on there and you got to get that audio version out. But let's dive into that. What are what are some of the things? Okay. So we're talking to athletes, right? Yes. Okay. So let's let's do some stuff to stack the conditions in your favor. So that you don't have to change a lot with your lifestyle, but you can get the the bang for your buck with the sleep that you're getting. Because what we want to do, we want to make sure that our body it's not about the hours of sleep you get. Let me just put that as a just a a disclaimer, all right? Mm -hmm. It's not about the hours. It's about the amount of time that you can get your body, your brain, your, your your entire physiology into the deeper, most anabolic stages of sleep. Okay, anabolic. When you hear anabolic, we probably tend to think about like A. Rod, Barry Bonds, you know, uh, Roger Clemens, you know. But this is something your body does naturally. HGH, human growth hormone. Your um, pituitary gland will actually secrete human growth hormone. The greatest secretion of that happens while you're sleeping. That's the secret. And this is why kids have so much energy and why you can, quote, get away with a lot of stuff while you're a collegiate athlete or while you're in high school. And you can, you know, kind of get away with not sleeping optimally. But the tendency is also is that high school students in particular sleep a lot, you know, especially mm -hmm. like they don't want to get up in the morning, you know, because their their body is going through a lot and trying to grow and trying to change and develop. All right. So, but what happens is when we get a little bit older, we're just like, ah, my mom's not going to tell me to get to bed now. I'm just going to stay up and do what I want, you know? Right. And then that starts this very quick downward spiral that a lot of athletes don't have to run into of storing unwanted body fat, of having very weird cravings, which we could even talk about the cravings related to sleep quality, um, having strange illnesses show up, ranging from being pre diabetic all the way to, you know, having high blood pressure and heart disease or even cancer, okay? So many studies link lack of sleep. Matter of fact, I've, I don't think I've even talked about this yet. There's a study, it's the um, World Health Organization. It wasn't a particular study, but the World Health Organization has come out and said that shift work, okay, so working overnight is a class three carcinogen. A carcinogen means a cancer-causing agent. So working overnight is a cancer-causing agent. How is that possible? Why is nobody talking about this? Well, it's very simple. Your body is literally, you've evolved to be up at, during the daytime and to sleep at night. That's how you're, this is what your genes expect you to do. And so melatonin, which is a good, good sleep hormone, gets secreted in, when darkness happens. But the thing is, now today, 100 years ago we couldn't do this, but today we can manufacture and create a second daytime. 
even when the environment around us, the world, the lights are out, sun's gone, we can turn, turn all the lights on. And so we're not secreting enough melatonin. Melatonin, here's what a lot of people miss out on, very, very potent and powerful anti-cancer hormone. Powerful, right? So there's so much to understand here in stacking the condition. So for athletes, this is what we're going to do. First and foremost, to make sure we're getting a great secretion of melatonin, and because if light is hitting your body, because your skin has photoreceptors that pick up light. It's not just about wearing an eye mask. So if there's light around, your body's going to be secreting more daytime hormones, namely cortisol. Cortisol is not bad, but cortisol is a daytime hormone. When cortisol's up, melatonin is down. They have an inverse relationship. When melatonin's up, cortisol is down. So what you want to do is sleep in a pitch black room. Black your room out. Get blackout curtains. Get your little night light or whatever it is. You know, put your big boy or big girl pants on. Get the light out of your room. Don't make, of course, don't play a TV while you're while you're sleeping. But just get that light out of your room. That step in and of itself is going to help you to get and to stay in a deeper, more rejuvenative. It's called non-REM sleep. More frequently, you're going to produce more anabolic hormones when you sleep in total darkness. So there's right there a little hack. You don't have to change anything else. Just get your room blacked out, and you're going to instantly improve your sleep quality and your recovery and your performance just from that one thing. And we've got so much research to back that up. It's just one of those things. It's so simple that people don't do it. Yeah. And one thing, let's say, during the day that you would say is the most common mistake that we could make that could hurt our sleep quality. During the day. Oh, man. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a ton. So one of the things that a lot of people miss out on is just a a thing with our our, – with our world today, and I'm not perfect about this, man, but I am conscious of it, and I, even right now, so I've got my window open, I guess people could see, you know, so it's like there's light coming in here, it's not direct they sunlight, can't, but, I'll take a picture. <laughs> but there's, there's an awesome, this is, this is the cool understanding, is that there's a study that I actually put into the book showing, and it was a study following office workers, and finding that the individuals who were lacking light exposure, or even being exposed to like natural light coming in from a window, we're spending far less time in the deep stages of sleep, all right? In particular, what in this particular study that I'm thinking about, they were getting on average about one hour less sleep a night, okay? And the only difference was they're, they're working in a place where they're not exposed directly to natural light. So one of the big mistakes we make during the day is we're not getting ourselves in natural light. In particular, you need to get sunlight, in particular if you get it on your skin, all right? Mm-hmm. Because those photoreceptors, it helps to, it helps to calibrate your circadian timing. It helps to calibrate the secretion of cortisol and melatonin. It helps to get that on track. So one of the big mistakes we make during the day is not getting ourselves around that natural light and getting any sunlight because we're just like office dwellers, you know, or, yeah. or just being a gym dweller, you know, like yeah. get out and get some early morning sun on your body. And that is clinically proven to help you sleep at night. Yeah. And one of the things I want to point out to people and one of the things I like to help out because I have a mentoring program for students, especially student athletes and the athletes that I work with, professional volleyball players, I'm always trying to say in the morning, one of the first things that you should do is to wake up and get yourself into a natural light situation. So like even in your house, if it's just a walk in your kitchen, grab some, you know, tea, make it while the sun's coming up, preferably, it'd be great. And then just sit there, maybe do your breathing or meditation exercises, like fantastic ways. So I'm actually going to hook up your, link up your, uh, what is it, sleep sanctuary episode, which is sick. So you guys, I wanted to save this last part about sleep till the end, and I don't want to get too far into it because, I mean, Sean could talk about this in his sleep for years. So (laughs) we're going to move into the last little section here. We're going to blaze through it, but uh, this is going to be your tip jar, Sean, all right? More tips than we've already given. So let's say that you're going to have each one of these. Let's, let's try to keep it to like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. What's the best breakfast balance in terms of balance of fats, carbs, proteins, that kind of thing? Like if we were to give numbers, percentages. It, it depends on the person, man. It depends on the person. It depends on your unique genetics. Yes. It depends on what you're doing that day. If it depends on your training from the day before, you know, this is really individual, you know, but I, because you asked, I'll throw out some ratios that I like. If your um, if your purpose of breakfast is just to maintain your blood sugar, uh, to give you some nutrients for your brain health, your hormones, 
I'd say to keep it a lower carb breakfast, you know. Um, so that would be a lower carb that does not that does not mean no carb. So breakfast mm-hmm. would look something like we'll say maybe 60% healthy fats and maybe uh, 30% protein, 20% carbohydrates, which would ma- mainly be in the form of non-starchy vegetables. So maybe you know some pasture-raised um, sausages. Um, half of an avocado sliced up, um, and then a half a plate of sautéed greens, you mm. know, and then maybe we'll throw in like a, a bite of almond butter or some coconut oil or something like that. Yeah. Cool. And what's the best travel buddy, like things you would travel with? What's like the best thing that comes to mind when you travel? You just can't go without it. My iPod. All right. And number two? My little my little kit of uh, superfoods, you know, that I bring my health insurance, so <laughs> my little thing of like uh, medicinal mushrooms and spirulina yeah. or whatever they might be. I always keep like two or three goodies on me at all times. Yeah. And I know on it's one of your sponsors and they make some great stuff that you talk about pretty often. So I'll link that up in the show notes. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What book would you give away bundled up with yours, of course, as a gift? Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, two jump to mind. Um, first of all, either of Kelly Starrett's books. You know, oh, yeah. So, uh, Becoming a Supple Leopard and Ready to Run. Yeah, I mean, these are, but the Becoming a Supple Leopard, like, that's a, cor- that's a course, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But another one that jumped to mind, but this might be more so for, no, it's for everybody, but because it, it's more so really it's designed for women, but if you, ever want to have a relationship with a woman, you should know about this too. And this could be a relationship, a love relationship, or even just a sister, a partner, the hormone cure, uh, Dr. Sarah Godfrey. Uh-huh. So yeah, she, she's, a, she's awesome. She just sent me a, a copy of her newest book. It's not out yet. So yeah, that book is a game changer because hormones are the game, man. If you get your hormones online, you get your sleep right, you got a recipe for success brewing. Yeah. All right, I'm going to link that up with Sleep Smarter. So that brings me to the last question because there's, I mean, man, I have so many written down that I would love to get to. I knew I wouldn't get to most of them. But before you tell us how to follow you on your journey, right, and get up more, get it in touch with like you in terms of like your projects and socially and all that, Beyond Athletic means being more than just being able to use your body well. And that's what this show is all about is getting past just getting stuck in that rut. And what I want to ask you is, what is your definition of being an athlete? Oh, wow. Uh, What jumped into my mind is just being ready. Being ready at any time. Being ready to play. Being ready to perform. You know, and uh, it's kind of like I had a good friend on. um, He was on American Ninja Warriors, guy Travis Brewer. And... He's just like, his motto is like, always be training, you know, yeah. always be training, you know, because it's not like I've got to train for a specific thing, but it's just training for life, you know, train in order to be ready. And so that's really what my definition is, is just being ready, being ready to perform, being ready to play. I love that, training for life. All right, so why don't you, I'm going to turn it over to you, give some people ways to connect with you and follow you along your journey. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you. First of all, man, thank you so much for the, uh, the acknowledgement uh, and the appreciation, man. It truly does mean a lot. And uh, what we've been talking about, of course, is my show a few times. Uh, so people can connect with me there on iTunes. It's the Model Health Show. So it's called the Model Health Show. And you can, of course, you can check it out on other platforms, Stitcher or any platform you listen to your, your iPod, I mean, your, I'm sorry, your uh, podcast on. Uh, connect with me there, uh, the Model Health Show. I would love to, to have you part of the community, you know, we're making moves, we're reaching a lot of people. And what I really pride myself on why I'm even talking about this is the fact that we're, we're giving this information to leaders, you know, so if you're at every single person listening, you're a leader in some capacity, whether you're a leader for a team, leader of people at your job, a leader of your family, you know, just a leader of your children, a leader of even yourself, we're a leader in some capacity. And I'm really priding myself on training leaders so that you're leading. I don't want people to, I don't want people to show up 
to be as good as me. I want people to be better than me, you know? And I want, and that's what everything that I know, you will know. And it's as simple as you plugging in and getting that information in your hand. So you can check out the Model Health Show. Also, my home online is theshawnstevensonmodel.com. So it's Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Stevenson, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-O-N. Just Google me. I'll pop up. Mm. And we've got a lot of great articles. I just did an article recently about some of the big mistakes with uh, protein supplements, things like that. So you'll get stuff that's not even in the podcast over on the website. We're doing video now. Big secret. I haven't talked about this yet, but we've got <laughs> videos of the podcast coming out as well. Um, so people oh. check that out over on the website. And I'm new to the social game. I'm glad that I was on there at least to, to be able to connect with you, man. But yeah. uh, people can at Sean Model on Twitter. So at Sean Model. At Sean Model on Instagram. Just got on there. I love it. Love Instagram. Cannot believe it. Hey, so hey you got to follow at Fit Men Cook. If you're not doing it already, do it. He's got this at sick Fit avocado ice cream that he just made. Do you know who I'm talking about? You're speaking my language, man. Hey, I, I, I'm going to tag you in it. But anyways... Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, Sean. And anybody who's listening right now, make sure to send him a tweet. Make sure he stays on there and stays tweeting at Sean Model. That's S-H-A-W-N Model. And I just want to acknowledge you, Sean, for a few things. And I had to write them down, man, because there's so much that I could acknowledge you for. But for taking the time to improve others with your podcast, it's invaluable to me. It's helped change my view on the world of health and all that stuff and, and keeping myself up to date and your book which is putting knowledge down on paper man is so huge and so important for the legacies that we leave behind so thank you so much for that and i know all the hard work that must have gone into that and i can't wait wait to listen to it on audiobook and then lastly for being a great male example by being on your show, I mean, there's so often I hear you mention like your son and that's something I missed when I was growing up, man. And I can tell that you have a strong relationship with not only your son and, and your wife, but I just thank you so much for it. My, my, my puppy just woke up too. So I uh, take <laughs> care and we'll stay in touch. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Wow, what a great show. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Did you like it? If you did, make sure you share it. Just post the link on Facebook or tweet it, email it to a friend, help somebody out. There's tons of info in this and make sure you're subscribed so you get all of the new episodes that are coming up. Anyways, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. So now I'm up in the courts, pleading my case from the witness box. Telling the judge and the jury the same thing that I said to the cops. On the day that I got arrested, I'm innocent, I protested. She just feels rejected. Had a heart broken by someone she's obsessed with. Cause she likes sound of my music. She makes her a fan. What we doing live? Echoes in eternity. I'm gonna show you how great I am. And this concludes our Chicago show. Please stay tuned.